Good morning. Good morning, Julia. Good morning, Lou. Welcome to season two. Welcome to season two. My cat keeps on opening the damn door. clever it's all right welcome to season two this is what does it all mean podcast i am your host james lewis 2021 we're still rocking we're still alive so i'm gonna get into some news get into some news lou works for fender yeah! Congratulations, Luke. Um, but I'm going to just talk about a little um, thing that happened this week to me. Uh, you know, I'm on Instagram a lot, obviously. And uh, I found this, this site called Lured by uh, Burger Records. And, um, you know, this, I know this, this, uh, this podcast goes out worldwide, so I'm just going to give a brief description of what Burger Records is. Burger Records is a, um, a small uh, record company that started in like Fullerton, blew up, started to go worldwide. Uh, they started putting on cool concerts. They started having really good artists, and um, I had been to their record store a lot, and I try to give them, you know, I'm a, I'm, when I'm not doing podcasts, I try to play music. And I tried to give them some of my music and they just completely blew me off like like nobody's business. And I didn't understand why. <clears throat> and this was this is when they first started out. And uh, you know, I, I didn't give any thought. And then they they got bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, finally I think about three years ago, maybe two years ago, a big scandal came out where they were uh, busted of a whole bunch of sexual allegations, like, uh, doing just weird stuff with minors. Um, I have friends that have personally witnessed the, there we go. Okay. Sorry. I was losing connections. Um, so yeah, I have friends that have witnessed some of these things and 
it just it bothers me to know that there are still creeps in you know music and uh just every industry you know it's sad for me because i i i like music i like the music industry and i like to to believe i wouldn't say i like the music industry i like music and i like uh going to concerts and i like you know believing that music can change things i don't like to believe that there are these creepy pedophiles that are making companies to lure girls in and to put them in awkward situations and make their make them lose their innocence for a chance of you know stardom in the world of music to me that's just disgusting it's kind of like on that ryan adams you know line of thinking i'm not into it you know so um Instead of the season before last season's <clears throat> mantra was fuck Don Bowles, like hashtag fuck Don Bowles. Yeah, this season it's going to be, you know, hashtag fuck Burger Records. And uh, someone trolled me, you know, I, I told the story on the, the Lord by Burger Records and a troll came out of nowhere and basically started talking about it and said, uh, said the reason that, um, that Burger didn't like is because my music sucked. Well, the only person that would say that is someone from Burger Records, right? Let's be honest. So, um, yeah, at that point, I feel that these people are just disgusting. And they're still there. They're still there. I think they just reformulated somehow. And it's like the Nazis, you know, they're still hidden. And when, when they have their chance to just come out of the woodwork, they do. And so as long as they're just that attention still brought, you know, on them, the lights shine, they don't have that platform, they're actually considered sexual predators, yeah, yeah, I will keep putting them on blast, you know, so they, they go back in their little holes, like the, the Nazis do, like the fucking Nazis, you gotta smash them back in the hole, you know, I don't like violence at all, but one of the, the funniest memes or, uh, yeah, things on, uh, you know, Facebook is when you see that just Nazi looking at that one guy and he just knocks him out. And I don't condone violence in any way. I would never punch anybody, even a Nazi. I would never punch, only in self-defense. So, my point is, hashtag, exactly, rebranding, rebranding same crap. And that's where we gotta call attention to it and uh, make sure it doesn't happen again. And be aware. And don't let, you know, your kids and your daughters around people like that. You know, because I believe that music is for is for love and peace and, and healing and not for creepy, creepy dudes. So anyways, let's get into the topic. Let's get into the show. <clears throat> Tonight's show is going to be about video games. All about video games. What do they mean to me? What do they mean to you? Why are they here? Is life one big video game? Hopefully uh, we might have someone that is really good at video games uh, joining us later. So we will see. <clears throat> so, okay, I'm going to break it down. The first time I ever saw a video game, I think I was like six. And uh, I was at my grandfather's house. And he had this thing called a ColecoVision. And ColecoVision... My cat's upside down now. I don't know if you guys can see, but look at him. He's upside down. Yes, you're the real star of the show. So, anyway, sorry, the cat's the real star. So, 
I remember seeing my, my grandfather interacting with a television and it was called a ColecoVision. And he was playing this game called uh, B-17 Bomber. And it was just this relentless little plane going across the screen waiting to like bomb a target. And it just felt like it went on forever and ever and ever. And it did. And you finally had to, you know, hit the target. And if you missed, game over. So that was the first time I ever saw something that was like, you know, it must have been 1983 or something. And I think coming from Gen X, the Gen X generation had that cool time where, you know, video games were already invented by the time we were alive. And that's pretty insane. It's like the kids with the internet today. Think about that, you know, and the kids have instant phone technology in their hands and they can just access any information whenever they want. It's gonna grow. Like they're gonna grow faster than, than we did. But then again, I think we learned in other ways quicker, you know, going outside and watching nature. You know, I know I was out more than I think, or at least I feel that our generation was out more doing more things and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, different people live differently. And so we'll get all into that on this episode of What Does It All Mean Podcast. So, like, I remember uh, uh, after I grew, you know, let's say I was like 10, maybe 10 years old. I completely remember having this bike and... Uh, heading down to my friend, not even, I didn't head down anywhere, I, I jumped on my bike, and I went to go look for people that had bicycles like myself, uh, sorry, video games like myself, and when that happened, I ended up with, uh, I saw this girl, this is, this is a real story, real story. I saw this girl and uh, her name was Allison and I asked her, do you play Nintendo? And she said, I do not, but my friend Damien does. And Damien was her neighbor. And uh, I then was introduced to Damien and Damien became my best friend. And all because he had a Nintendo. And so he had all these games. And I didn't have as many games as he did. So I started hanging out at his house a lot more. And that's really why we started hanging out. And once we played all those games, then we looked for other people to, to play games with. And I remember this other kid, Michael. I forget his last name, but he's the skater kid. And we went to his house and he had Mike Tyson's punch out and we played that for the first time ever. And it was, it was the whole reason we were getting together to play games. And even though they were video games, they were still games. And in between that, we were making these memories. We were having these times. We were, we were enjoying each other. We we're getting to know each other and we became bonded, you know, through video games. And, uh, I think every generation has different things. Probably our parents had Twister or some shit. You know, we 
have video games. And I think the kids now have turned it into a whole different thing where they're considered gamers and they make money off of this. They make careers off of this. They are celebrities off of it. It's, it's totally fascinating where the 70s of Pong comes to this interactive real world of connectivity of ourselves with each other. And I think that's what it is. I think we all long to, to want to connect with each other. And uh, researching this, one of the, I'm thinking just off the cuff, one of the coolest stories that I heard about video games is people with disabilities. There was this guy and he had this, this disability where he... I don't know what happened with something with his liver where he just kept expanding and expanding. His body wouldn't stop and he he kept playing video games. He loved video games so much. And uh, he, he his face just swelled up so much he couldn't see the video games anymore. And so his uncle set out to make sure that, you know, he like could still be part of the video game. So he hires this team and this team of video game people make um, like a, an audio book and this audio book is kind of like a, it's like he can listen and it's a video game that interacted with this kid so the adventure would start off like you know uh, you know three elves see Michael running down the hallway you know and and as soon as the kid, you could see it, as soon as the kid heard his name in the video game, he just lit up and he was so stoked. And and it was just amazing, like, what that meant to him and what certain things mean to everybody, you know, what my cat means to me, you know? And so, sadly, the kid, like, passed away, I think, a day after that, you know? But he got to be in that video game that he wanted to be in, and, and that's just a trip, and... He'll always live on in that. So will, this, so will his spirit. So. Hmm. Hmm. I have to watch the time, guys. I have to watch the time. Alright. So. Ironically, my friends that I made playing video games are still my friends now. I uh, still talk to, to Allison every now and then. And that's from age eight to whatever I am now. So those connections that I made early in life, they're, they're, still, they're still relevant today, you know, so... I think another really cool thing I, I was I was watching was uh, I saw this this guy he had another ailment where he was like a paraplegic and he he couldn't go outside really because he was just sick and he couldn't leave his wheelchair and <clears throat> he just loved video games you know I, I think he's still alive and he just loved video games and uh, he 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 got into like the virtual reality, I think, and it led 
him get out of his perception of who he was. Like, in the virtual world, he was, like, this bold, you know, knight that has a sword and just can, like, kill all kinds of orcs and just do whatever the hell he wants. And, you know, that world really exists. You know, these virtual worlds now really exist. And that that's what's a trip, you know? You can you can listen to a, a band in a virtual world and, and discover music in a in a virtual world. You can discover people in a virtual world. It was trippy that I also saw these this couple that they they met through gaming and I think they were heckling one another and the heckling led to a relationship and they got married and that's a special thing so I think it's um, ironic that these things started from like military operations basically and they turned into a thing of uh, relationships and love and, and don't get me wrong you know there's violence in video games but at what point you know if I play a game like Doom I don't want to go out and do those things you know, it's just uh, imagination, just like Dungeons and Dragons. When you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, you know, yes, I want to slay a dragon, but that's not real, you know, and I think the government, uh, or not government, just people in general that uh, become anti, you know, like say a murderer, somebody murders somebody, they play them on a video game, those are just scapegoats, you know, and so, yeah. I definitely think video games have changed the multiverse for the, the better, but the one question is, is this all just one big video game? When I was talking to one of my friends earlier today about this, you know, is it a simulation? Have, have, have we got to the point where our mind has been able to connect to a cloud device somewhere and, uh, We've been so egotistical that we want to live forever. That's the real shit. Do we want to live forever? Through technology and through, you know, because Elon Musk is, is I, I believe he is coming up with something that is going to map the whole brain and hook that to a computer. Okay, well, if we can do that in 2021, you know, who knows? Who knows what's possible? Who knows? So, alright. I'm going to get deep with some of my own personal uh, gaming experiences. I, I remember when I was... Uh, probably about... Before we get into that, I'm using this thing right here. This is called... This is called a roller rumber roller rumble beastie, which is kind of like a, I've heard it being called as a tai chi ball. It, it comes out of here like this, right? Like you're like, where the hell did this commercial came come from? Right here, came from right here. My arms hurt because I work a lot at the job that I have, and my muscles get sore. And in saying that, I'm just sitting here using this Tai Chi ball, a roller bestie, and I'm just stimulating circulation throughout my arms. 
a lot of physical therapists use stuff like this. I've tried several different devices like this, but uh, this is an extra hard one. They have a soft one as well. This one happens to work for my body. It, it, it gets things stimulated. So, anyways, back to my uh, personal, personal experiences with video games. When I was about 14 years old, maybe 15 years old, I had a friend named Dave, and he he slipped me the stuff called LSD in one of my drinks, and I had no idea. I, I was at a uh, a pizza place, and he he put a whole bunch of LSD into my uh, into my drink. I had no idea, and about 20 minutes after he did that. He told me, he said, hey man, I put four hits of liquid LSD into your uh, your drink. And I, I was like, oh shit. I didn't want to do that at all. That scared me to death. And uh, I ended up, I think we ended up actually going to my friend Nick's house. And at that point, my friend Dave, he was doing that stuff too and he just freaked out it was a bad trip I wanted to go home I asked everyone to go take me home and and nobody could because we were driving so we went back to the pizza place we were responsible even then we were responsible I, I didn't want to do any of that but uh the only way that I could cope with reality was was video games I I saw a Street Fighter 2 video game and uh I knew that, like, even though my mind was somewhere else on a whole different level, I knew that Street Fighter video game. I didn't know the people in the restaurant, I didn't know the dimension that I was in, but I knew that that Street Fighter video game meant something to me deep inside. So I, I went to the game, there were people playing, I put my quarter up on the deal like we used to, and uh, once one guy lost, I put my quarter in and I pulled up a chair and I just sat down and I didn't leave that restaurant for eight hours. I don't know if I won, I don't know if I lost, but all I knew was that I was coping to my sanity because my friend had given me that LSD that I did not want and, and I, I could, I could bond to the, the idea of being Dalzim. I could, I could bond to the idea of being Sagat, and uh, all these things. And what was insane was I was probably winning because I was just, you know, your mind is just going quicker than than most. So my point is, don't trust people like Dave. Stay away from people like Dave. And if you're having a bad trip, play a video game. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what it is. I'm gonna check the time, okay. Yeah, it amazes me Street Fighter 2 is still one of my favorite games. I have a console of it now, like, honest. I'm gonna try to show you this. Uh, for all the people that are listening to this on the audio, I have a stand-up. It's the cheap version, of course. It's not a real 
but it's really awesome. I love it. It's it's one of those Walmart fake uh, Street Fighter II standing editions, and uh, I've played it a couple times. But it's it's more just for looks and decorations because those old consoles are so amazing, and that's how we met people when we were younger. When I was younger, we would go to the arcade. You know, I used to. I used to play Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat uh, 2. Uh, I love pinball as well. We would go to this place in Irvine. It was the bowling alley, okay? And for these people that are young, we had these bowling alleys. And people would be bowling, but you could just walk in and there would just be this arcade. And people would have nachos and hot dogs and ices. And there would just be different types of people all through the arcades. You know, you'd have your fighting games to the left. You'd have your pinball machines. You'd have, like, the old school ones like Centipede. Uh, you'd have Dragon's Lair. And, and all of this stuff was happening in this little room. And, and that's where people met each other. You know? You could take somebody on a date to the bowling alley. And you could, you could play pinball. That stuff... It, it, it changed once we had these whole home consoles, which is, which is not a bad thing. It's just things definitely change. So, so who am I to say what's good, what's, what's better? Going to the arcade or being online when you have your, you know, your connection through this new stuff. You know, you, you can virtually do any of this, this stuff. So that's why it all makes me wonder is it a simulation? But deep down in my heart, I don't believe that things that we're living in a simulation. I believe that we have consciousness and consciousness can't be simulated through computer technology. I don't think that's real. I don't think technology will ever catch up to the point of that, nor was it made to. We can try to simulate it as much as we want, like robots, but I don't think you will ever be able to put the essence of a human soul into a hard drive or a video game. That's why you should love the people in your life that love you the most. I'm off tangent, but you know, the people that love you the most, that are always there for you, that tell you about songs like Video Game by Lana Del Rey, those are the people you you know you love the most and tell them every day you know so life is precious it really is and play more video games I once called in sick from uh, my job when I was I think 21 cause Final Fantasy 7 came out maybe I was 19 Final Fantasy 7 came out and I wanted to I wanted to beat Sephiroth. That's real stuff. And, and that game has so many hours to it. So I didn't have enough hours in my life, you know, to do it in, on the weekend, even though I'd stayed up and stayed up. So I probably was sick, but I was video game sick. And the fact that I could just sit around and play that video game for those two days made me just relax. And so it was almost like a... You know, it was like a, a relief or a, a sick day.
let me know if you guys have any questions, you know. Yeah, I'm a big video game person. I, I don't have uh, a lot of time to play them right now. But uh, I want to get into the world of Warcraft like 20 years late. But there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with, uh, with that. Holiday video games. I think uh, what's cool about holiday, holiday video games now is like, say you know, you're playing a, like a Super Mario game that's that's connected to the internet, uh, like a Nintendo game, when it's like Halloween or if it's like Christmas, they'll have like Mario or your me or they'll have it themed out like Santa Claus or, you know, a pumpkin. And uh, it's it's interesting what we can do with, with the technology and, and I can't imagine how far video games are going to go in the future. Like, where do they go from here? Obviously, it's going to go into a virtual reality. That's going to be the, the best. And I, I have the, the virtual reality uh, PlayStation 4 headset. I've played it like two times, three times, because I know that once I find the right game, I'm never going to come out of that. And that's real talk. Because you, you get into a whole new consciousness where you're like, uh, I played this game where I was just this little rat in a sewer and just doing all these things. And you could just look every which way and there were just different real aspects where you forget that you're, you know, you start to believe you're that rat. And, and that's just an early beginning, you know, stage of, of this technology. I can't imagine what's going to happen in 10 years. You're just going to see people with these things on their heads everywhere fighting each other, which is, it's different. And I don't really think it's wrong or it's right. I just think uh, it's a billion dollar, you know, corporation. And uh, speaking of that, one of the things is the people that started, uh, real, I think it was color video games, like I think it was Arkanoid, or a game like Arkanoid, uh, was a job, uh, it was a company called, I think it was Odyssey maybe, and uh, I'm not sure, don't quote me on the Odyssey, but uh, it, Steve Jobs, and, and uh, oh it was Breakout, sorry, thank you assistant, I have an assistant now. Uh, thank you. Uh, it was Breakout. It was a company called Breakout, and they introduced like the first color video game, and that was Steve Jobs and uh, the Wozniak, who later became, of course, Apple, which rules the planet. Blo that blows my mind. Like when I learned that, my mind was blown. My my mind is blown easily. I love new new information, right? New information's the best. This is one of my favorite bands. They're called Beach Fossils. Oh, I think I started the show with this, but I can't get, I can't get enough. They're really, check them out. They're really good, check them out. I'm not, I'm not sure what, um, where they're from, but they're one of my favorites. <laughs> 
So the game that I've been obsessed over for like the last, uh, I'd say year, is I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons online, which I fight other people. It's a game that you play on your handheld, and I play way too much. And it's kind of like my candy crush. It's my, uh, my way to just relax. And I'm obsessed with that. And you can totally communicate with the people on there and tell them, you know, hey, you're doing well. Or, you know, you send sarcastic little faces. And it's interesting to, to communicate with people through these little devices. I remember playing Words with Friends when that first started, okay? And I have friends that I had never met that are now my Facebook friends because of Words with Friends. They're married, they might have kids now, and I don't think they have kids, but I remember this one girl especially that I just, we randomly played each other on Words with Friends, and she was kicking my ass, and finally I probably sent an emoji, and she sent one back, and then we just started talking. And uh, we became friends all through this little handheld device, you know, this little video game. So, do you think I, do you think it can destroy relationships? I mean, real ones. As in, like, as in, like, okay. It, it, it all depends, you know. Um, me, I'm not one of those persons, those people that sit around and play video games all the time. Like I said, like, uh, if I come home and I'm on it for like like a half an hour, fine. I would much rather be with my significant other hugging them. They're way more important than a video game. So it's all about communication. You know, if you're in a healthy relationship and, you know, my significant other loved video games a lot and they wanted to play that, I would encourage that. Um, but if they were obsessed with it and they were taking, it was taking away time from me and at that point, I. It's, it's how much you can gauge. Like I said, if I really enjoyed watching the person do what they love, why would that upset me? So it, it, it all depends on the relationship. I think anything can get in the way, but I think communication is everything. If you can just talk to a person like, hey man, um, I know you love playing video games, or hey, chick, I know that you're, you love playing video games, but maybe you can hang out with me for just 10 more minutes. If they don't get it after a while, then yeah, you have a problem. But usually normal people with with a communication level, you know, should should level out. But like I said, I'm no Dr. Phil. So I, I, I understand where that's coming from. Believe me, I've gotten into those those uh I had a PS PSP a long time ago where I remember I had someone in a relationship she would always say you're playing that too much and I really wasn't it was just a controlling issue she wanted control over me no matter what she wanted control over the communication that I have with people she wanted control over everything my happiness and once I just had this little video game that I could just play by myself was just a little skateboarder jumping up and down that made me happy she didn't like that so you know I think when you get in healthy relationships it doesn't matter I could probably play a video game 24 7 and the person that I'm with now would like just come cuddle up and play with me you know so it's a great question though that's a really great great question I, I think it can it can also um, 
it can also be fun to play with your significant other. You know, like I, I do play fighting games and uh, Melissa kicks my ass and, and I think the Mortal Kombat 2 or I think we have four Mortal Kombat 4, whatever we have, she's really good at. And that's so much fun when you can just sit there and, you know, like you took the, instead of taking the date to the arcade like before, now you have the date at home and it's just like instead of Netflix and chill, you can video games and chill. And 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 I don't mean that in a real, you know, you can just whatever, you know. So I definitely think that they anything can be healthy. So things are always better together. I, I definitely agree. Like. I remember this little battleship game I used to play, and it, it's all, I just checked recently, it's it's out of service, it doesn't work, but it was like the battleship game that you would stick in, the, the, but you would just play virtually with the friend in, in the room with you, and, and if you would hit, like a ship would just blow up, and you'd hold, you'd see this whole scene, it was so much fun, and you know, they don't have that anymore, and I don't know why. I know there's updated versions of a, a, the game of in a different way, but it just it's not the same, you know. So they're taking they're taking my games away. They're taking my games away. Where do the children play? They're taking my games away. But I think that's another thing. The the more that they make this world concrete. We have to virtually make it a fantasy world, you know? And I think that's what people do. But I love being in nature as well, so. <laughs> Michelle says, I sunk her battleship. That's so funny. Yeah, that's a great game. It really is a great game. And that's the thing, what are games? Games are just something that, you know, just something that I remember playing I remember just playing cards with my grandma, her teaching me gin rummy. And I could give a shit about gin rummy, but I cared about my grandma, you know? And, and I knew she liked gin rummy, so I was gonna be the best goddamn gin rummy player there was, you know? And what, what you know, 15 year old or 12 year old wants to be the best gin rummy player ever? It's the game, it's, it's the experience that you have with the person. And I think that just translates into video games now. Cause you have these people with their headsets and they're just shooting people but at the same time they're having a great time saying these things and they're all communicating with one another you know on these whole other levels that that are beyond me you know they'll get in these tactical you know you know groups and one guy will be like okay you need hey jefferson go 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 to the right and, and they all are on the same page and that's amazing you know, because you're getting these minds to work together. It's like being in a band. You, you have to get everyone's mind to work the same. And whether you're doing that on a song or whether you're doing that on a video game, it's uh, it's amazing. What's up, Jason? How's it going, Jason Society? How you doing, man? Happy, happy Saturday. Sunday. Happy Sunday. I always get my midnight mixed up with Saturday. I still feel like it's Saturday. I feel like 3 o'clock in the morning is three o'clock Saturday morning, not Sunday morning, you know? But that's just me. It's 
horrible. Do you play any games, Jason, Michelle? Are you guys playing any games currently? Any video games? Like I said, I'm gonna get into World of Warcraft pretty soon. I know I am. And the only reason that I haven't is because it costs money once you start getting past level 20. And believe me, I know I will get past level 20. Because it's basically like a Dungeons and Dragons uh, game, but interactive all along. Uh, all along the interweb. Word games, yeah. Like that word, words with friends was such a, like, like I used to play words with friends a lot. That game was upset. I was obsessed with that, literally obsessed with that. And it does make you smarter. And that, that's the whole controversy. The, these people say, oh yeah, video games are bad for you. Are you kidding? The real hand-eye coordination, the real, you give a kid that has a PlayStation 4, like you give him some kind of device that has technology in it, they, they already understand it. I was watching this documentary about this boat called the Estonia uh, that it got blown up by uh, the Soviet Union in the 90s because it was carrying these 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 secret uh, secret weapons basically like tank type deals and they took them out and um, it was all because of uh, the technology of hold on I really like this song this threw me hold on this is Fishante, and it always you're playing sit and think you're playing sit and think I don't know that one but that's being you know oh, if it's being facetious <laughs> Yeah, I, I sit and think way too much. So that's why I think turning, you know, video games on sometimes helps, you know, to turn it off, you know, like it really does. So uh, the Estonia thing, I, I forget where I was going with that. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's late. It's late. You keep happy as well. You keep happy as well. I was waiting for our guest, but I think the guest is not gonna show up. And that's okay. It was it was a spur of the moment thing. But uh, as for the Estonia thing, I'm trying to pull it back. It was fascinating. There's this documentary about uh, the ship that got, it got blown away by uh, the Soviets because they were carrying secrets. And uh, it was all about technology, military technology, where video games kind of came from. So what the computer can do is it, it can go either way, you know, it can go, it can go, it can connect us all together or it can 
turn us into these uh, these these war type mongering people, which you know, who am I to say what's good, you know, or what's bad? But all I know is that that I don't feel that video games are bad in the multiverse. I think they're all a way for us to connect with one another so far, you know, and hopefully that will continue in a positive way. Because that's, that's what it's all about, you know? As long as we keep it positive. Alright, well... I think that might be it. Oh, yeah, that game, exactly, War Games, that's totally it, right? That's kind of like where I was going with with the Estonia, is like, to what level, you know? You you have the the intelligence, and uh, hopefully virtual reality, something like that, that video game, won't eventually be the demise of us, but that won't ever happen because, you know... think we have a long time as a species that's all i gotta say we got a long time for as a species so i was gonna wait till 12 59 to play this but since the dude is not calling in i'm gonna play this now all i can say about video games it's all i got it's all i got so you guys have a great rest of your weekend I can sleep now I can sleep now shenanigans next week I have a guest and I'm not sure I think we're going to do it four hours earlier I think we're doing it four hours earlier because he's uh, on a different time so yes thank you guys for listening to what does it all mean podcast i